Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. My name is Sarah Nicole, and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom, all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays. Subscribe, rate and review it, and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. Hey, everybody, and welcome to RealPod. I'm Victoria Garrick, former D1 athlete and mental health and body image advocate. Every Wednesday, I'll be bringing you awesome guests, weekly inspiration, and the realest conversations around everything and anything. Now let's get real. Considering that we're twins in almost every way, yeah, I saw this one coming. This has been locked in since we were five. I didn't even know she was supposed to ask. I was crying, screaming, laughing, and all of this at once. I was freaking out. I could not believe what was happening. We grew up a little more like sisters than cousins, so it was only a matter of time before she asked me. I thought our friendship was literally over. You should have seen the dog. I mean, my. When I saw the little card, I started bawling, crying. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be sitting down and recording this for you guys. This has been in the works for such a long time now that every detail is just bursting from the deep down seams within me to be shared. And that's what we're gonna do today. So obviously, the topic of this solo episode is bridesmaids. From the ask to the proposal, how I chose them, everything I thought about and planned leading up to these important moments. I want to start by just adding some color to this topic, shall we? Because I feel like when it comes to bridesmaids, there's been so much pressure on this our whole lives. I don't know about you, but I honestly feel like since I was like literally six, I've dreamt of my wedding, thought of my wedding, and I feel like it's a pretty common thing for girls to just always be like, if your wedding was tomorrow, who would your bridesmaids be? And I can literally think about all the different thoughts and like lists I had and made throughout my life. And when you look back on it, 
it's just kind of funny, right? Because when you become an adult, which I kind of think I am, you know, 24, but still feel like a kid at heart, life changes, right? The people in your life change. They come in and out. They serve different purposes. Depending on like where you are, time and space, you might have different relationships. But despite all of that, I really feel like a common theme for me has been not having a ton of friends. That's kind of been like an insecurity of mine for the past probably five years. I think in high school, I definitely felt like I had a solid group of girlfriends. You know, y'all live in the same hometown. You go to the same school. It was a smaller school. But then in college with volleyball, I just didn't have a ton of time to make new friends. So I was just trying to maintain, you know, the closer relationships I had from high school. And then I spent all of my other time with my team. And of course, I loved my team and it was great to play with those girls. But when you're on a team of people, it's not a choice. You know, you all come together for this common purpose of this love for this sport and this desire to win. But that might not always translate to that same love off the court. And because you spend so much time with your team, you don't have time to make other friends. Like I was in a sorority, but I didn't even like go to my own initiation. I didn't get to spend time in the house. I don't really feel like I was a part of it. So when I finished volleyball as a senior in college, I really kind of sat back and was like, whoa, I don't have a lot of friends. And that was hard for me. And it wasn't all sports. I also feel like I was pretty closed off. And it wasn't until recently, honestly, and you guys know I've talked about this on the show. I've talked about this on Instagram. I feel like my social life is kind of the best it's been. I've been able to let my guard down, let people in, be compassionate and forgiving with others and myself. And it's allowed me to develop some really special friendships recently and create a little social life for myself out here in LA. Something interesting to note is the dynamic that Max and I have when it comes to friends. And he has tons of friends, like tons and tons of friends. I mean, I have known since the moment I knew we would get married that he would just have so many groomsmen, like so many. And I would just never be able to compete on like a numbers level. And not only does he have so many friends, but he's getting an auto five because he has three brothers and I have two brothers. So that's an auto five. I am getting an auto zilch because Max has no sisters. But yeah, he's going to have five brothers and then he gets to add his friends, which like I said, he has many. And now some of you might be thinking, oh, well, you could just like, you know, only have the brothers and have the friends sit down or you could have the friends and all the brothers. Like, honestly, I just really don't care so much about having the numbers match. Like for the wedding, that's just not something I really care that much about. I guess for me, what I care about more is both him and I feeling like our family and the friends that we know will be in our lives forever get to share that day with us. And so I just never see a world where I'm telling Max, you can only choose this number. Like I would just literally never do that. If he wanted to have 35 groomsmen, I would say, I mean, I would, I would maybe say 35, like, are they really lifelong? But I still would be like, whatever, you know, if you feel like that's what you need to have, that's what you need to have. So I've always known that our numbers would be different, which honestly was kind of freeing because then I could really just think about, you know, who are the people I want to be up there? Not what's a quota of numbers I have to meet, which brings me to how did I decide my bridesmaids? You know, what was the guiding thought process or philosophy that I had when I thought about choosing them? Now, there's a variety of ways you can approach choosing your bridesmaids. And I think the most important thing about however you go about it 
is that it's the way that you want to go about it. It's a very personal decision. And I think people are going to tell you a million things. You should do this. You should do that. X, Y, Z. This is right. This is wrong. How do you make everyone happy? But at the end of the day, you have to make yourself happy. This is your wedding. This is a day you are proclaiming your love for the person you want to be with forever. And when I thought about that, I just really wanted to keep it my absolute ride or dies. The friends who have been in my life the longest that I am the closest with. And and that was really important to me. And I feel like I really wanted to avoid a scenario where years from now, I would look at the pictures and be like, I don't keep in touch with that girl or we had a falling out. I feel like so many brides I talk to have that. Like even my mom, there's people she didn't talk to. I've had so many conversations recently where people have regretted who they've had in their bridal party. And I just really wanted to avoid that at all costs. I also didn't want to ask someone who would be shocked. Like I didn't want to be like, would you be my bridesmaid? And then the person be like, what? Oh, oh my God, really? I mean, yes. Yeah. Like I did not want someone to be shocked. I wanted them to be like, um, Vic, yeah, I was waiting. And so when thinking about my bridesmaids, it's not like I am saying that the people I didn't choose, I don't think I'm gonna be friends with for life. Not at all. It's more so I thought about who have been my longest lifelong best friends that I, without a doubt, know I want next to me on this day. And it's just like a literal no brainer that these girls would always be in my wedding and that we will always be friends. So my bridal party ended up being really small. Three of them actually having been in my life for over a decade and the other two being family, you just feel so grateful to have because they're like sisters to me. And then for my bachelorette, that's where it will be a slightly larger group and I will be able to celebrate and have those fun girly wedding experiences with more of my friends and women that I love. So I feel like I get the best of both worlds because I'm keeping my bridal party very small and then I'm able to celebrate at my bachelorette with all of my close friends and people I just have the best time with. If you're listening to this episode, chances are there are women in your life who you love or you like sparkly things, you like gifting. And today's sponsor is one of my favorites. It is Ana Luisa, spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, and they are a sustainable and ethical jewelry company starting at just $39 with sales up to 25% off. And their jewelry, please hear me out, is so cute. It is elegant. It is chic. It is timeless. I have been loving all of my Ana Luisa jewelry, especially my earrings. And with new jewelry collections being released every Friday, you can always find something unique. I recently got the mini Abbey earrings. They are like almost imagine a pearl shape, but they're gold. So right now over the holiday season, having these like gold ball shaped spherical earrings, I mean, it's adorable. It's like mini ornaments on my lobes. I get compliments on them all the time. And Ana Luisa's jewelry is starting at only $39 with up to 25% off sale items. So if you want to find super cute jewelry for yourself or for your friends, doing some holiday shopping, Ana Luisa is the perfect gift at super affordable prices for great quality jewelry. I highly recommend you check out Ana Luisa by going to shop.analuisa.com slash realpod. Their pieces start at just $39, sales up to 25% off. Make sure you use my special link at shop.analuisa.com slash realpod. As we approach the new year, there's always lots of talk about improving this, fixing that, 
And oftentimes it's really centered around our appearance. It took me a while to learn that actually the most important thing we can put our time, energy, and attention on is our mental health, how we talk to ourselves, our relationship with others, and really taking the time to journey inwards. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash realpod, they can assess your needs, whether it's anxiety, depression, relationships, trauma, grief, family conflicts, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. You guys know how important therapy was for me and all of my growth. And I really want to encourage any of you who are struggling to seek that help. And BetterHelp is a phenomenal option because you can message your counselor anytime and get timely and thoughtful responses. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without having to sit in a waiting room. So it's convenient and it's private. Financial aid is also available, making BetterHelp even more affordable than in-person therapy. In fact, BetterHelp has become so popular, they are now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's just professional counseling done securely online. So if you are wanting to start living that happier life, improving your mental health, I really want to emphasize that it's what is happening internally that can make the biggest difference. So you can get 10% off your first month as a RealPod listener by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash RealPod. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash RealPod. Now for names, bios, and introductions. First up, we have Obzi G, my maid of honor. Aubrey and I have been best friends since we were five, I think. We were neighbors in kindergarten, how precious, and then began first grade together and then went to school together from first through eighth grade, high school and college. And we were college roommates. We are also three days apart. I think it's three. She's April 27th. I'm April 30th. Is that two or is that three? And our last names are alphabetical. So throughout school, we were always next to each other in lines. We were always next to each other in yearbook. We were voted dynamic duo in high school. People say we look alike. She is me, but bite-sized. Aubrey is just the best friend in the entire world. I mean, she went above and beyond for the engagement. You guys heard her on the episode with Max. I just feel so, so blessed to have Aubrey in my life. She is just a gem, literally a gem, the definition of a gem, like in the rough, the greatest thing that you could have. We literally have talked about our weddings since we were five together. And so now the proposition is being fulfilled and we are both so excited about it. I was in absolute puddle gifting her her box and reading her her card. Natalie, who I know you all know and love. Yes, that is corporate Natalie in the flesh, people is of course a bridesmaid and also my very special kumbhata, which is a Greek tradition. I have honestly been looking forward to this in my wedding my whole life. And it is so special that Natalie gets to be a part of our ceremony in this way. The kumbhata is the one who will place the traditional Greek crowns on Max and I during our ceremony. And the ones that Natalie will place on us, literally the ones she crowns us with, are the ones that my yaya and papu wore and my mom and dad who just celebrated their 30th wedding anniversary. So I really feel like they have the good juju of long lasting marriages. Natalie is someone who I just pinch myself all the time thinking about how lucky I am to have her in my life and be in her life. She is the greatest friend, hilarious, brilliant, so smart. And contrary to popular belief, we have been besties for over 10 years. So everyone who thinks we just met on TikTok, I mean, it's cute. It's funny, but we go way back. 
And I am so excited that she will be up there on my big day and also a part of a ceremony. Then we have my sweet Brianna, who I love to call Brie Brie. She is like my ride or die volleyball teammate for life. We played club together all throughout high school. Actually, our story's funny because we started as like arch nemeses and then became so close. Brie was an outside hitter and she was really, really good. And I was so bad. Like I started so late in the game and we just, we did not hit it off until we did. And then once we did, we were inseparable. And I like literally pepper partners, roommates, we're on every club team together. We went and played at different colleges, but always stayed close and like got each other through all the hard parts of college volleyball. And she's one of those people where like, no matter what we're doing in life, how busy we are, what's going on, we always pick up right where we left off and have done such a great job of like talking every single month for, yeah, the past decade. And I think that's the thing for me that is so true for each of these friends is they really have been a part of my life for what feels like ever. Also rounding out the bridal party. And this is so funny. I feel like I'm literally announcing Max would love this. I'm like, and coming in next off the benches, (laughs) like announcing before a game. But we have Cubby. She is my brother's girlfriend of four and a half years, but she is also like a sister to me. As much as Jonathan can claim like Cubby is his woman, she's my woman because she is an angel on this earth. She is the greatest friend. She is generous. She's thoughtful, loving, caring. Like when you think about who you want your brother to marry, I feel like I hit the jackpot. She will be my future sister-in-law one day. And I feel like I have bragging rights because I kind of am like officially making Cubby family before Jonathan is. Hopefully he will sometime soon. He never listens to Real Pod, so I know he won't hear this. But I feel like he's going to propose to her sometime soon, which is so exciting. So like, you know, I just had to beat him to the punch. And then of course, my cousin Taylor Tot. I love to call her Tot. Totsy. She is like a big sister to me. We have been in each other's lives forever. It is my dad's sister's daughter. She now has her own daughter and she's married. And I was in her wedding as a bridesmaid, which was such an honor. She was also a college athlete, super girly. Everyone says we're like clones. We have so much in common. And we literally talk every single week. Like she lives in New Jersey. And like I said, she's married and has a kid, but we talk all the time. Like I am so grateful to be as close with a cousin as I am with Taylor. Now, like I said, When I thought of my bridal party, these five people were absolute no-brainers. And I just felt the most comfortable keeping it small. For my bachelorette, I am so excited because that's a really great opportunity to have a larger group, get to party and celebrate with my other great friends who I love dearly and have been there for me and also are such special women in my life. It's actually really cool nowadays how people do that. They have these smaller bridal parties and then these bigger bachelorette events because it is great to include everyone and really celebrate with all the people that you love. And look, like this is real pod and we're real talking. It's not fun to think about hurting people's feelings or letting people down. And that's, I think, the stressful part of wedding planning, right? People are always like, it should just be so much fun. But then when you think about other people's feelings and emotions and how to make everyone happy and how to make everything perfect, that's where the stress comes in. And that's where sometimes people just want to like run away and not have to make decisions. So I hope being really transparent about my thought process. It might help you as you think about how you might approach this. So I will have five bridesmaids and Max will have, I think it's 13 groomsmen. He hasn't done his thing yet. So I don't want to like give any spoilers, but he definitely has over 10. So my bridal party will literally be less than half the size. I was actually joking about this with Natalie earlier this week. 
She was like, okay, I'm going to be like lugging men on my arms down the aisle because the ratio (laughs) is so unequal. But like I said, what's most important to me is that we get to make our decisions independent of one another. And so if this is the numbers, this is the numbers. Going to take one more break to tell you about today's sponsor, Open. They are a mindfulness studio designing a new way to practice well-being. Now, look, when you hear meditation or mindfulness, sometimes it's like, oh, how could I do that? Like, I am always going, going, going. I'm so type A. I could never just breathe and meditate. But Open blends music, sound, breath, and visuals to bring you into the present moment. They have breathwork classes that I have been loving called Breathe. It's an immersive sensory experience. It really helps ground you in your senses. And I've talked about this on the show before that getting in touch with our senses, what we hear, what we see, what we feel, what we taste can really help calm us down. And no matter what level you are on the spectrum, you've never tried this, you're a beginner, you're an expert, Open's guided meditations can help you create something wholly new. I really do think the mind, body, spirit are all parts of ourselves that need to be connected. And Open really focuses on their three modalities, breathe, meditate, and move, which are designed to enhance that mind-body connection because we really need both of those things to work together. Open subscription is affordable and accessible at $10 a month priced for a yearly subscription. And guess what? You can try Open for 30 days for free. Costs you nothing using my promo code REALPOD. So if you want to just give this a try, it is 30 days of free mindfulness and movement content when you sign up at open-together.com slash realpod and use code realpod when you sign up. Once again, that's open-together.com slash realpod and use code realpod when you sign up for 30 days free. You can also find the link in the show notes. Now for the fun part, right? The stress is over. We have figured out what we're going to do here. Now to the gift and the actual bridesmaid proposal. This is interesting because I feel like my mom and the older generation have kind of been like rolling their eyes at this whole thing because years ago, this is like not what you did. You didn't like propose to your bridesmaids. You literally just asked them. It was very casual, but like everything in life, I feel like things just continuously get way more extra. You know what I'm saying? Like the extra level of everything in life just keeps getting larger as the years go on. And so I wanted to organize a very special gift to essentially quote unquote propose to my bridesmaids and ask them to be in my wedding. Now I knew I really wanted to ball out. Like I wanted to go above and beyond and I wanted to make these girls feel really, really special. I knew I wanted it to be sparkly, pink, girly. Like I wanted them to get this box and just be so excited at this box. (laughs) When selecting what to put in the boxes, it was really important to me not to put anything in there that I knew would be thrown away or that like would be useless. Even like bride squad hats, I know they're fun, but like personally, you just don't keep that forever. Like it just gets thrown away. Maybe you wear it once, but then it's, it's gone. And so I really wanted to avoid that. I wanted to give them things I knew that they would use stay away from little trinkets and such. And look, everyone's budget varies. And I want to be candid that when I say trinkets and things that are thrown away, I don't mean cheap things. Like I'm not saying it has to be expensive or it's not keepable because you can have things that cost nothing that have so much thought and meaning. I mean, there are aspects of my box that were the cheapest that meant the most. Like the little cards I put in were from Etsy. They were so affordable 
so easy to do. I literally DIY'd them by like sticking them with tape on like a $1 envelope from Michael's. And that is the part of the box that like all the girls were the most excited about. So no matter what the budget is, I knew I wanted everything in there to be meaningful and to be special or to be super useful. Now I put six total things in my box, all of which I shared on my Instagram. You can find them under my bridesmaids highlight. If you want to see pictures, see links and see videos, there is an ice roller, an at-home manicure kit, slippers, custom charm bracelets, gummy bears, glasses, and custom cards. All of that complete with the most sparkly pink wrapping paper ever and this huge glittery silver bow. I was so excited to wrap these. Like literally they look so beautiful. It was funny because each of the girls was like, how do I open this? Because they they didn't want to rip it up. I was like, it's okay, rip it up. I had glitter all over my apartment floor for weeks. But honestly, when you spill glitter, like you can't be mad about it. You can be mad when you spill flour or sugar or stuff like that. But when you spill glitter, there's nothing not to love because now your place is just sparkly. It was really important for me to do these asks in person. It's such a special moment to let someone know what they mean to you and ask them to stand next to you on your wedding day. I really wanted to be able to share that with them and have a hug and just really have that memory together. And fortunately, I had the ability to do that just given like proximity and circumstance because Aubrey, Natalie, and Bree live in San Francisco. Cubby lives 10 minutes from me. And I actually had a work trip to New York. So I got to see Tot, who lives in New Jersey. Otherwise, Tots would have definitely had been virtual. So I was so lucky I could be there. I will actually start with her because that was the order of asking. So I went out to New York for a work trip. I knew I was going to see Tot. I actually didn't have the boxes yet because I literally got proposed to like a month or so before. So I had nothing organized. And I felt bad that I was going to ask her with nothing, but I was either like, I can ask her now and tell her something is coming in the mail later, or I can not ask her at all. And my mom was like, ask her, like, it's so special. You know, we're going to go to dinner. You can do it as we cheers. And, and so I asked her at dinner. It was so cute. We both started crying. That was another thing you guys with literally each of these women, my heart was pounding and it gets emotional, which just like further reassured what they mean to me. Next up was Obzi G. She actually came to town for some wedding dress shopping and it was so cute. I basically decorated my kitchen counter with balloons and with a box. And because she's my maid of honor and I know she's going to be doing a bit more and she did a ton for my engagement. Like she literally helped plan so much with Max. I wanted to get her an extra special gift. So I kind of set up my kitchen counter with the bridesmaids box, another goodie bag with like maid of honor stuff. Because I feel like if you're the maid of honor, you literally want to sport that. Like she does want a t-shirt and a hat and a coffee mug because it's kind of iconic. And there's this really funny video of her like sporting everything. So I'll post that to Instagram. And so I picked Aubrey up from the airport. We went straight to a wedding dress appointment with my mom. And then we came home, walked through the door and Max was filming and Aubrey was surprised with the ask. And it was so freaking cute. Writing Aubrey's card, I was literally a total wreck. Like I was sobbing. I mean, I was sobbing writing like everyone's card. That just comes to mind because it was the first one I sat down to write. And I was like, this is heavy. So I had asked Tot verbally and then I asked Aubrey. 
And so everyone who I'd asked was keeping it on the DL and like not saying anything about it because I did want all of them to be surprises for each other. And I also had just kind of been saving the content and the photos so that everything could go live at once because I didn't want one of the girls to see what the box looked like before she got it. Next up was Cubby. I had her over for a cute little wine night and dinner, just a girl night hanging. And then I surprised her with the box. This was so fun because Cubby had her dog Gus over. You guys know Gus. He's always on my Instagram. And there's the cutest photo of Gus smiling and Cubby smiling with the gifts. So that is like my favorite memory from this ask with Cubby is Gus's excitement. The clutch thing about Cubby too is she's been in weddings before. She's a few years older than me. So she kind of like is in this wedding world and like knows protocol. Something that's made me nervous a little bit throughout is how like I am the first wedding of my friends. So we haven't been to weddings before. We haven't been in each other's weddings. Like, you know, you don't really like know what to do. I don't even know what to do, right? I'm figuring this stuff out. Cubby is Clutch McGee because she kind of knows like what needs to be done, what's what. I know she was hugely helpful for Aubrey and Max at the engagement. And I know she literally like was born to be a bridesmaid. She's like the best friend in that way. Like she is such a good friend to her friends. She's also born to be a beautiful bride one day. But what I mean is like Cubby just knows how to be there for you. And I feel so lucky that she'll be a bridesmaid. Next was Nat. And so I was pairing the Natalie and Brie ask together because they're both in San Francisco. I would have waited to do Aubrey, but she came to LA. So I was like, okay, she's literally coming to LA to wedding dress shop with me. I cannot have, I cannot not ask her. So that's why I did hers earlier. Then I wanted to plan this little weekend getaway to Natalie and Brie so that I could ask them. And coordinating it was like, so tough because there was Thanksgiving and then I didn't want to let it go too far into Christmas. Like I had to just get the asks out. I've been almost engaged for three months now. Christmas is coming. It's the new year. Like I just know if I want to start planning things, bachelorette, all that stuff, you know, and I want to have my bridal party present for like all the wedding planning, be able to text them and whatnot. So I knew I wanted to just get the asks completed. So I coordinated with Natalie's mom, Kim, shout out. She's the best. And also Bree's boyfriend, Mark, who was a stud throughout this process to surprise them, which was last weekend, actually on a Sunday night and a Monday. So I got in my car on Sunday and I drove eight hours from my apartment to Natalie's house. I literally door to door. I knock on the door. It's late at night. Natalie's literally like, hello, like, who is it? So I don't speak because I'm like, she'll recognize my voice. And then she goes, hello, like, who is it? And so I go, it's a package. Like, I don't even know. I tried to like lower my voice, but not really. She opens the door, literally frightened. And I am standing there with the box. It's so cute. We caught it on video. She was literally so shook. Like she had no idea I was there. It's literally a Sunday night. She had had the longest work day ever. And I am at her childhood home with this big sparkly box. We then unboxed it on the floor. It was so cute. Of course, we're both crying. Her mom, dad, and brother were there. It was so precious. She put the bracelets on right away. And it was so special to tell her she would be my kumbada. And obviously her mom is Greek and knows all about the tradition. And so it was emotional and we we're all crying. And, and to have her be a part of the ceremony will be so memorable for me and Max. Obviously, Max loves Natalie so much. And then the next day was my ask for Brie, which was probably the most anxiety-inducing ask because things kind of went wrong. So Bree lives outside of San Francisco across the bridge. So whenever I go visit Natalie or Aubrey, Bree is always like another hour out of the way. So sometimes depending on like when I come to town, 
Brie and I can coordinate meeting or she can come to the city or vice versa. There have been times where I'm like, I'm literally in and out in 48 hours. I love you so much. Like, I don't think I'm going to make it across the bridge all the way to Oakland. And she's totally understanding about it. But we had FaceTimed the week prior and she was like, are you coming to NorCal anytime soon? And I was like, no, I'm not. Even though I totally knew I was. And we had this whole plan. And the plan was that Brie does work in the city Monday through Friday. So I was just going to show up after work ends on Monday, surprise her, tell her you're not getting on the train. I'm taking you out to dinner and drinks. You're my bridesmaid. And Mark's picking you up in two hours. So that was the plan. But I get sidetracked with Natalie and I start posting on social media that I'm in San Francisco. After like a few posts go live, I'm like, shit. I'm like, oh my God, Brie probably saw that I'm here. Like she saw that I'm here. And then I'm thinking Brie thinks if she saw it, that I'm in town and I didn't tell her. So I quickly take down the story. It had only been up for like seven hours. It was the one of Natalie and I saying we're having a sleepover. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe she thinks Natalie's in LA, like whatever, I took it down. So then I'm going about my day and Mark texts me, her boyfriend, and says, Brie saw that you are here and you blocked her from your story. Because what happened was was Brie has an account for her dog, Ellie, So I forgot to block Ellie the dog. So Brie is blocked on her account and then sees on Ellie the dog's account that I have a story in San Francisco. And she's, which I later learned, like thinking, what? And now I'm thinking, oh my God, one of my best friend thinks I came to town. I'm hiding it from her and went as far as to block her from my story, which is just not me at all. And I was like literally feeling so bad. I'm then saying, Natalie, oh my God, do I text her and tell her, what's going on? And Natalie's like, yes, you should text her. Like if that were me, I'd want to know. Her boyfriend, Mark is like, no, let her overthink it. Don't do anything. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm literally four hours out from surprising her. So it's four more hours of her thinking I'm the worst friend ever. And then it will be really funny to laugh about it later. Brie also like flew in for my engagement was so like so sweet. And so for me thinking she thought I did this, I felt horrible. Anyways, we go about the plan. I take my deep breaths. I end up going to Bree's office around 4.30 because she's like going to get off work around five. And Mark, her boyfriend, texts her. Well, the And Mark, her boyfriend, texts her. I sent you something that's in the lobby. Originally, the plan was for me to text her like totally out of the blue. Like, hey, I sent you a little something to work. It's in the lobby. And then it would have been me with the gift. But because she was already suspicious about me being in town, I didn't even want to text her. So Brie comes down to the lobby thinking it's Mark. She's kind of like, what's going on? And then it was me with the big sparkly pink box. She was so surprised. It was hilarious. We then were like rehashing. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that you thought I did that. And it was hilarious because Brie has a coworker, Fiona. And I guess earlier in the day, Brie told me she went to Fiona's office like, um, Fiona, is this weird or am I overthinking it? My friend's in town and she blocked me from her story. And usually she tells me she's here. And so then I later came up and Bree's like, Fiona, this is the girl. And I'm like, Fiona, hi, it's me. I'm the batch that you guys probably thought was so mean. And then it was like actually hilarious. So that made Bree's ask really climactic because she went from thinking, oh my God, is Victoria mad at me? What happened to our friendship? to no girl. This was all a master plan to surprise you. And I'm so happy to have you in my wedding. And then the next night, me, Aubrey, Nat and Brie all went to dinner and drinks. It was so fun. We were talking bachelorette. We were talking wedding. 
I loved being there with them. It's so fun for me. We had the best night. And that wrapped up my bridesmaid asks. The very last thing that had to happen was I mailed Tot her box, which arrived this past week and was the final bow that tied up the entire bridesmaid experience so that I could share with all of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I can't express how much it warms my heart when I think about you guys loving the wedding content. I know we have some people who don't like it, but it's okay. But we have some people who love it. So thank you so much for listening to this. Literally feel like you guys are my best friends. I'm like, I need to sit down with the mic. I need to give them all the tea, tell them what happened. Hope it was entertaining. Hope it was fun. Hope it was useful. Whenever big, big wedding things come up, I'm like, I need to rehash it on RealPod. So keep letting me know what you guys love to hear, what's interesting to you. Because believe me, we got lots of content, lots of wedding juice, lots of stuff to share. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. It's so special that I get to share this with you. I hope you enjoyed it and I will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real.